The thing is, we are people, we're humans, we're selfish. We will do anything to get what we want. That's our basic instinct. Many people will fake it, even when it's detrimental. Most people nowadays, they just keep quiet and go with the flow. They know the person is faking it, but as long as it's day ones in the relationship, some people are actually okay with it. So I think faking it till you make it generally has a bad rap, but I see it as a tool. Use it in a way that will be to your own benefit. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dr. Tove's Corner. Welcome to another session of Skatayan. I'm your guy, Tobes. To Skatayan is to articulate thoughts that are all over the place. And in this session, I would like us to explore more of fake it till you make it and keeping up with the Joneses. If you missed the previous conversation on fake it till you make it and keeping up with the Joneses, you can check it out at Dr. Tobes Corner on YouTube and on Skatayan Podcast on all platforms. Subscribe to the channel, follow our podcast, and follow us on social media too at Dr. Tove's Corner on Facebook, Instagram, and X, and at It's Dr. Tove's Corner on TikTok. Joining me to explore today's topic is a panel of brilliant minds. Please welcome to the show, Ada and Princess. Welcome to the show, Princess. Welcome to the show, Ada. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Let's just go straight into it. We know that in adulthood, I think from 15, 16, 17, 18, people start demonstrating who they would like to become. Maybe because they've watched movies or maybe social media influence, people start, you know, buying designer bags that they cannot afford or buying fake designer bags that they cannot afford to try to keep up with the society to kind of look cool in front of their peers, parents. So the question that I have is, is faking it till you make it worth it? Let's start with your princess. Um, I would say it depends. Um, like, for example, if you're faking a lifestyle, it's not worth it. Like, there's only on buying designer clothes, um, bags, jewelries, because there's an essence to what you can afford um, if you're trying to live by their lifestyle. But if it's um, something you're doing on a daily basis, let's say you have a model, like you said, someone you're trying to be told, and you're basically delivering that lifestyle to try and get to that place. Many people nowadays will see they're manifesting, um, mm-hmm. living that lifestyle to get to that place. Yeah, I would say it's worth it because every day you're trying to develop yourself, make yourself better in a way that you can be that person you want to be. But if it's going around buying jewelries, trying to live off a lifestyle that is pleasing to people, then it's not worth it. Okay. And Ada, what do you think about this? I, I agree with Princess to some extent. So I think it depends. For most questions in life, the answer is it depends. So, okay. yeah, um, it depends on what you're faking and to what extent. So it's one thing to say, okay, I want to be, this is the path I want to go. And for me to go there, I need to do X, Y, Z. Um, and it's another thing to completely, you know, take away common sense to achieve something that, you know, you're not sure if you, she actually needs it. So it takes away the authenticity of who you are, what you want to be. Um, so, yes, I think to some extent, um, for example, if you want to be healthy and you don't feel like going to the gym, you don't feel like eating healthy, but then you're just faking it, just pretending, trying one day, you can say you're making an effort and it's fine. But then if you are, say, already living a healthy lifestyle, but you've seen someone that you want to be like this person, Mm -hmm. and then you start doing things that are not healthy, you know, you start injecting yourself or you start going to the point. Like, it takes away your authenticity of who you really are. It takes away you as an individual. It then makes it, it then becomes a thing where you want to replace yourself with someone else. Mm -hmm. So... 
yeah, I think to some extent, I think like everything in life, there should be a balance of striving to be somewhere and doing it without common sense. Okay, fair enough. And let's let's give a specific example now. Um, most young people want to be entertainers. Some of them want to be actors. Some of them will be musicians. Some of them want to be sports people. And while they're still learning their craft, you know, they start wearing expensive clothes, even though they don't really have the money to buy this expensive clothes, they go to buy fake version just to make people think that they're actually successful. Whereas in real life, they're not successful at all. Is, is that one worth it? Is it worth it to pretend to be something that you're not? Let's go with your princess. Um, I would say definitely not. Um, because if you want to be an entertainer or a footballer, there are so many um, skills and criteria you need to learn to be that. And if you're just going around pretending to be that and you don't have the skills to back it up, you don't have the um, the education to back it up. You don't have the the lifestyle to back it up. Like for example, you're living large, you're spending money, you're taking loans and debts just to finance the life you're trying to portray, then it's not worth it. But also at the end of the day, if you can keep it up and then you make something out of it, yeah, it could be worth it at the end. For example, you pretending to be an actor, um, dressing in the lifestyle and you done a huge deal. Yeah, it would be worth it, but nowadays everybody can go back to social media and see that there was one time when you were this, when you were that. People go back and see that. All the stuff you were putting out in the, in the media was actually fake. It's going to tarnish your image, so to say. In theory, it's nice to say, okay, do... And I, I think quite a lot of artists who want to be themselves, you know, do it what they have and start small. But truth is, we live in a society where large is glorified. So I'll give you an example. You see some of these guys who are looking for an opportunity. I'll, I'll give you like the Afrobeat market. So people like Mobad that was looking for an opportunity. And because he didn't have that, um, he didn't come in as a big boy, right? He was bullied and taken for granted and all those stuff. So I think it, it depends because ultimately you don't live in isolation. You live in a society and society dis- determines perception. So if people perceive people who are being authentic and starting on their own and all that, if people perceive them as too low or not worth their while or, you know, I think it would just force people to do something to seem big. Mm. So yeah. there are two ways to look at it. It's one, people make society. Society makes perception. So if the perception is this, it's definitely because we as people have decided that it's not right to be authentic. Now, if you compare that Afrobeat market, the Nigerian market versus the UK, where you have people who can who start small, like um, Ed Sheeran and the rest of them, where they can wear like a normal T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Lewis Capaldi, they can wear like a normal T-shirt and jeans and they can just do their thing without feeling like they need to wear, you know, gold chains and pretend to be big. And mm-hmm. pe- society accepts them and wants to listen to them. It, it sort of validates the thing where you can be you and just give us what you have to offer without trying to be anything. So I think it's a a thing of um, perception, really. And in this situation, like with the example you gave, I think it's it's more of um, the the player versus the game. If this is the game, then you just have to do what you have to do. Hmm. Um, Yeah, that's how I see it. Okay. So player versus the game. Player in this situation are the people that are trying to achieve and the game is the society, the norms, how they view 
um, people. So basically, because they want to, because those people, now the players, want to reach a certain height, they have to play the game <laughs> to get to the height. But is that not cheating? That's my next question. Is that not lying your way to the top? Where does integrity come into this situation? So I, I don't think there's a, it's a need for you. So integrity is about honesty. Yes. Right? Ultimately, what you're selling as, a, as an artist, you're selling your talent. Can you sing? Yes. Have you made the music? Yes. Um, are you singing the music? Yes. What you want is for people to listen to your music and think it's important. You want to appeal to a certain group of people. It's just like, you know, if you think about marketing, you want to appeal to a... So if I was starting out as a, a seamstress, for example, mm -hmm. I could either, you know, um, put together some clothes, go to some nice places, put it, you know, even if I have to hire a mannequin or do, do, do something to make my brand seem expensive, because that's my target audience. That's, those mm -hmm. are the people that I want to sell to. So I don't think it's being dishonest. It's not a good thing. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, I don't think it's it's good that people cannot sell what they have to sell without being big. I just think that it's deeper than just saying, oh, be authentic or don't um, keep up with the Joneses. I think as, as we anything, you know, it depends on who you are, what you're trying to do and if it's necessary for, for with the specific example that you gave about mm -hmm. artists, I think I understand to a large extent why they do what they do. That's, that's where I'm coming from. Yes. I'm sure we understand it, but there's a whole lot of young people that are faking it. And the percentage of people that actually make it is very tiny. If we say it's wrong, but it is the societal norm to accept or to look at people that are big, and not everyone can be big. So where does that lead everyone else that can't be big? Princess, what do you have to say to that? Yeah, I would say society, from what she said, society doesn't make perception. Um, perception, an individual makes perception. Because if we say the society is wanting us to leave a certain standard that is dishonest, then we go out and play around being dishonest, thinking to make it out. Um, it just goes against the rules of being of integrity of being honest. Um, if you say an artist, for example, if you look at the market, not all of them come out to be that the top one percent. Mm -hmm. So it's faking it. You make it worse. It's not. Um, most people, when they have the right opportunity, they come to limelight. Well, if you look at these people, for example, you're talking about Ed Sheeran. They have years and years of research on them. If you go back to when Ed Sheeran was busking in the street of of the UK. These are people that have invested in their craft. Yes, they are wearing plain clothes nowadays, but this was what they were doing back then. There's no difference in what they were doing. But if you're basically living a lifestyle, portraying a lifestyle you don't have so that people can see you as that, it is fake and it is not what it's... And basically, it's says cheating. Okay, any rebuttal? I think that answers the questions. Any rebuttal? I mean, so, so the thing is this, right? Um, in terms of the perception bit, you know, again, as I said, there are different ways you can flip that about, you know, individual perception. You can flip it on its head and say, you know, how do we start with culture? So how, how is culture formed? Sure. You know, we, we start behaving a certain way. That way is accepted. Um, and then it becomes culture. I'll give you an example. So I'm Igbo, right? And in the past, this 
having ashwabi it wasn't really a thing like we you didn't have to wear the same clothes for traditional marriage but then someone started that people started doing it and now it seems like the culture and the perception now is that if you're going to have a traditional marriage, you need to wear ashwabi, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm coming from with perception. When I say society makes perception, is that as a group of people, and this is one of the things that this makes us distinct from, um, or, or distinct as communities, that we accept certain things and we hate certain things, or we don't think that certain things are right. Mm-hmm. Um that said, of course, as an individual, just as with any other thing, you can reject something that is common. I'm not saying as an individual, from my own perspective, that it's right, it's worth it to fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. My point is that I understand why people do that, especially if, you know, if you think about it, there are thousands of young people, as you said, that would say, oh, I want to... Um, I want to be an artist. And they don't realize that talent is not enough to do these things. Mm-hmm. Many of them don't have a backup. You know, it, it, it's one thing to want to do something. Um, and then it's another thing to have the strategy, mm-hmm. the right strategy, I should say. Um, so for some people, that's their strategy to fake it till they make it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's not necessarily a bad strategy because some people have done it and they've been successful at it. Mm-hmm. As Princess said when we first started, she said, it might be worth it if you make something out of it. So if you if you fake it and you make it, then it's worth it. Hmm. But how would you know you make something out of it until you try faking it, isn't it? So I'm not saying that this is the best way to go about your business. I'm just saying that for some places, this might appeal to people and then it will be the right strategy for you to use. For other places, it's worth it for you to be authentic. It depends on, that's why I said the player versus the game. It depends on what people think is acceptable because ultimately nobody is really in the real sense of that. And with many businesses, they don't really think about integrity. Let's be honest here. Mm-hmm. Even big corporate um, organization. And I'm not saying it's a good thing. The thing is we are people, we're humans, we're selfish. We are, we would do anything to get what we want. Yeah, That's our basic instinct. Mm-hmm. So, Many people will fake it in this sense, even when it's detrimental. Yeah. It's like if you watch some of these, um, I don't know if you watch this show on Netflix about this guy that used to, I think Tinder Swindler or something like this. He was not rich. He was faking it to live a certain lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. And he ended up in disgrace and all that stuff. But then, again, it's it's what we do as human. That's one of the bad traits of human. But then, some people do it and they may really make something out of it. Some mm-hmm. people do it and they don't. Um, while it's not my, the, for, to me, in my opinion, while it's not the best way to go about achieving your goals, I understand why people do it. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. So faking it is not worth it in entertainment. What about in relationships? Is faking it worth it? If you don't like someone and you're pretending to, you know, Keep that. Pretend that you actually like them just to to not be alone. Is that is that all right? Um, I've originally had let me give an example. I don't know if through this on social media um, of a lady. She used to be with a partner they married. Um, she was actually resisting herself from being pregnant because um for her she said the guy is okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she doesn't want to conceive for her partner. So 
in so to say, <laughs> in so to say, you can say this person actually faked it in the sense that in a relationship, some people have a lot of people have expectations. You mm-hmm. see a lot of ladies, a lot of guys saying, I want a um, tour that can handsome. Um, I want a person to be working, have a car. Um, I want to hear somebody say, I want a person to be earning more than 50,000 pounds in a year. So people have their expectations of what they want. Yeah. yeah. But in a relationship, people can actually think it. Um, if you put your expectations high, it's good to have your expectations. Like everybody's entitled to have their expectations because mm-hmm. you are your own individual and you know what you want. Um, yes. But when people try to tend to fake it to meet their expectations, that means they're not being honest. Um, for example, if I say, um, I want a guy that is working in the corporate world, um, sending more than 50,000 pounds in a year, mm-hmm. he must have his own property in the UK, um, he must be, be self-made, so to say. Mm-hmm. And I know this is what I want and I put it out there. The people I'll be meeting, would, some of them might be honest, but most of them might not. So people can take it to say mm-hmm. they would just get a house, they rent a property, just go in there and tell them, this is my property, this is my car, you're self-made, so to say. You won't even know. I was listening to something a while back on TikTok about a guy that actually faked it and the, the, the partner, the wife, didn't know about it until she was called by the police to say, um, this is what your partner has been doing, this is a lifestyle. So most of the time, people do fake it into a relationship. Mm-hmm. It can carry on for a long time. People can actually fake it for a long time. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know, but at the long run, is he honest? Is he worth it? Because when the other partner finds us that you're lying, they'll say, oh, this is what I've been living with at the mm-hmm. long run. This is what I want. But we fail to understand that it's the standard which you put out there that's mm-hmm. what will make people try and fake it to actually come into a relationship with you. But is it what people faking just to say, I want to be in a relationship with somebody? No, because when you get to know that they faked it to be in this relationship with you, you would, you would not really take it if that's what you want. But if most people nowadays, they just keep quiet and go with the floor. So mm. they actually know the person is faking it. The lifestyle was fixed to get into that relationship. But as long as it's what they want in the relationship, as what they see as their goals, some people are actually okay with it. So it depends. Okay. All right, Ada, same question. Um, okay, I feel like there's this bad rap about faking it. Uh, so there's a difference between faking. I don't know if maybe faking it is the right word because lying is outrightly bad. So let's say you come and say, oh, I have this, I have that. That's lying. That's just, it's not, I, I don't know. I don't have, I don't really have a negative perception about faking it to make it. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> All right. So to me, the way I would see faking, faking it to make it is that sometimes in relationships is actually very good to fake something. Oh, and let me give you this example. So let's say you, I mean, okay, if you've been in a relationship for, let's say, five years, at some point you, you get into a bit of a rut, like, you know, it's boring. What do we do? We need to spice this up. And there are some times that you would admit that at this point, it's not, your partner has not done anything. It's not uh, necessarily like a dramatic thing. It's just at this point, you're just not feeling like you're in love or you're just not feeling your relationship. So in this sense, faking it to you make it can actually be good because you can just say, okay, I'm determined. I'm going to fake that I love this person. I'm going to fake that I'm enjoying this thing we're doing. I'm going to fake. It's, it, I, don't, I, I think to me, it's more like um, words of affirmation, if that makes sense. Mm, because manifesting. you're just, 
yeah, you're just affirming that <laughs> this is the person for me. So even if you're not feeling um, like you're romantic with the person, you're you are kind of faking that until it comes. But and I feel like it works because you know the more I think it's just a mind thing. It's what you feed into your mind. So the more in your mind you keep saying, "Oh, this is the best person for me. This is the most handsome person." This is the more you do that every day you can fall back in love with the person, if that makes sense. So to me, in that sense, faking it till you make it is, is good. All right. Um, but with the, with the example that Princess gave, I just feel like that's just outright, outright lying. You're not even, I don't know. I just feel like it's just, it's just fraudulent to say you have a house and you don't have a house. That's just fraud, mm. you know. Um, but, but, but yeah, if I feel con- like... But if you're being... convincing yourself that you actually like this person and you fall in love over time, then it's worth yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think it's worth it. Because, I mean, if you, if you look at any anything else, I remember having um, a conversation with someone who is older and the person was saying that, look, it, it, and the person has been married for, I, I don't know, like 40 years. And the person was saying that, look, it, it happens. You, you just tell yourself, okay, I'm married to this person. And, you know, that's it. And you fall back in love. So I think in that sense, faking it to make it can be really good. Again, there are other examples there in relationships. You know, sometimes it might be that, um, you know, okay, so let's say you have money issues, right? Um, mm-hmm. But you're trying to cut down your spending habit. Again, it's something that you can fake to you make. So I think faking it to you make it generally has a bad rap. But I think I see it as a tool. Use it in a way that would be to your own benefit, if that makes sense. All right. No problem. But then a quick question is, can we call it love if it's actually tolerance? They're just tolerating the person mm. and seeing if they'll be able to adjust. Because I don't know if that's love. I just think they're trying to adjust to that lifestyle and convince, convince themselves that they'll be able to continue that way forever. Can we call it love or just tolerance? I think it depends on what you define as love. Love I mean, is... What- Love would be love is a very subjective thing. Yeah, but generally speaking, regardless of the subjectivity, there's affection in there, there's passion in there, and there is care in there. If there is no affection, there is no passion, and there's no care. But I'm just here, just that. Hopefully, one day, I'm just magically going to start caring for this person. I don't know if I can call that love in the first place. Okay, so I think um, you probably think I'm referring to hate. So. I don't think no, you don't, I don't love someone. You don't... I don't think you're referring to hate. I'm just saying if the person is just there, you know, this is the person that I want, but I can't reach the person that I want. So I'm just going to stay here with this person. And mm-hmm. hopefully one day I'm going to be able to, you know, not hate okay, this so guy you, again. You, you, got my, you got my response wrong. And you used the word hate. So you yeah, got my response. Yeah, I got there in the end. Yeah, go on. <laughs> you said, if, you know, I'm just going, to, because I can't get the person I want. Then mm-hmm. I, So in the context I was using, I said, if let's say you've been together for five years and you mm-hmm. get into a rut, you know, this is the person you fell in love with, you've married the person, but obviously you've had your ups and downs, which to a large extent, you don't have that butterflies after five years. Let's face it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's where the affirmation comes in. It doesn't mean that you don't love the person. It's just that, you know, if you, by the time you stay together over the years, you have kids, it's not as, should I use the word chummy chummy as it was when you first started? There's a, there's a huge difference. And it's something that you actively have to 
bring back. And this is one of the way that, ways that you have to do it. All right, then. So, Princess, what do you think about all of this where, you know, someone has been in a relationship for about five years, they fell out of love and they're hoping and manifesting that the love will come back? Is that is that faking it? Is that love? Is that tolerance? What, what do you have to say to that? Um, I would say, I don't know if it is love because um, love is passionate, it's kind, um, it's caring, it shows care, but um, I would say in a way it's tolerance um, because you can't, you can't give what you don't have. And if you go in a relationship, you're there's five years, you guys together, got kids involved and you're saying, um, okay, let me try and affirm myself that I still love this person, I can make things happen. It will show, love shows in your actions. It's not more of a speaking word, um, it's an acting word. Love is by, it's action defined. It shows about how you care about this person, how you go about your daily lives, um, involving this person in your activities. What do you do to show love? So if you're affirming that I love this person, um, I I see the better in us, um, I see us going places, and there is nothing you're doing to show your emotions in that relationship, um, I would say you're just tolerating and you're just staying because there's no exit strategy for you. Because if you do love the person, um, it wouldn't be a word of affirmation. It would be a word of showing and doing. So you can't, in love, you can't fake the love because at the end of the day, the other party would know if you do have their best interest at that or if you don't. And I think that's what love is all about. It's all about you striving to be the best for yourself and for your partner, for your person. You're trying to make your partner um, as loved as they can be in showing them what you're doing, your daily steps and what you do for them, how you go about doing it. But if you're just affirming it, yeah, you can be affirming it for yourself, but the other person doesn't know if you love them or not. Basically, what you're saying is, yeah, let me just push forward a day longer. Let me just push mm -hmm. forward a day longer. Things will be better, but not doing things to make it better. Um, at the end of the day, you actually tire out. No. So I'm I think I, it's tolerance. Sorry, you can come. I think you you've taken you've taken my answer out of context. I, this is oh. absolutely not what, what I mean. So when I oh, said okay. um, I, I didn't say you show affirmation or you affirm your relationship without actually doing any work. That's I didn't say that. Um, I, I just gave you an example of how faking it you make it in a relationship can work. Now, obviously, um, you know, everything, as I said to you, everything starts with your mind. Everything, so the more you build, tell yourself, it's like um, out of the abundance of the heart, the mad speaks, isn't it? Or, mm -hmm. or something like that. You have to sort of build your what's inside before you can put it out there. As you said, you yeah. can't give what you don't have. If you don't feel it inside, you can't give it out. So, Affirming is a starting point, but that's not everything. And there's something I want to correct. The, the notion that um, lo love is... So you can't say, okay... And that's why I said, in the first place, that's why I said love is very subjective. Mm -hmm. People can stay for... you know, there's, I've met people who are 10, 12 years married. They still you know, care for each other in their relationship. They are content, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So they care but for each other. They go out. They go out. But in my in my view, I don't think there's love. But then to them, they seem like they're in love. But if there's and not, that's, 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 that's why no, I but, said but affection. That's the thing. Affection there. is important to you. But there are some people that don't care. As long as they're content. And that's why I said love is a very subjective thing. 
novice and uh, you know personally i'm the kind of person that i don't like it when people say okay if you're in a relationship this is um what your love should look like love is very subjective and i agree so i think if, if that's the case which if that's the case we shouldn't call it love then yeah, because regardless of what you say, yeah. I, I, those three things will always be there. There'll be affection, there'll be care, there'll be passion. Okay, yeah. Yes, okay, you, so you can take it with the passion, but care in terms of care, you know, yeah, you can care without I, being in love. So yeah, you can care definitely. You can care without yeah. being in love. I mean, I I used to have this friend. You, you know, one of them is late now, but they were married for over seventy years. They were in their nineties, and they were my neighbors. And we used to have a good um, conversation. It's not like they were not passionate, as in you know, kissing and smushing and stuff. Mm, I'm not even talking. About, I'm not even. Ta- I'm not even talking about that one either. So, so, so that's why I said. For, and for them, like when I talk to them about their past, like well, when they were young and how their life were, for them it was what worked, and they stayed through it. So they were in their nineties, and they still love each other. They will tell you that they love each other. But your definition of love is different from what they call love. And that's fine, as long as they are both happy within the context of what they define as love. So for me, as a starting point, well, and the reason why I said that is that I've seen people who, let's say, they, um, you know, this person had a child, they went through a depression phase, and the person is trying to come back. And the person starts feeding the person's mind with, okay, I love my partner, my partner is the best. There's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And the more you do that, the more it, you, you change your perception of, okay, actually, this guy is fantastic i want to go out with this guy so just because you're affirming does not mean that automatically you know it doesn't mean you don't have to be in a place where you no longer care for this person before you start affirming if anything you have to even when you're you know super passionate and in love that's when you should also be affirming because it's it would stop you from getting to that place where you no longer care if that makes sense mm-hmm. so there, there are different ways to look at this thing but definitely it's not a thing where you, you've stopped caring about the person or you're no longer passionate about the person that that's not the meaning of affirmation affirmation you don't have to be the opposite of that thing to affirm yourself like i don't have to say okay i don't have to not be in love with my partner to to then start affirming to me it doesn't make sense i think it's just a thing that no matter how many years you stay apart you in your mind you continue to remind yourself that this is um this is the person this is the person you're in love with and and that's not absolutely nothing wrong with that and it doesn't mean that you are tolerating the person mm-hmm. you know i don't i don't see it as that right what about those people in a relationship just for the financial benefits they pretend to be in love i'm even saying male female it's not just female now male female because mm-hmm. obviously there are some people that are in a relationship to just get money from their wives and you know and the other people that just see the relationship to get money from their husbands or boyfriends. But they're there pretending to be in love, doing everything, cooking, cleaning, you know, going out, all of those. But in their hearts of hearts, they know what the end goal is. They know what they want. Yeah, so so I, I think, again, it's like, you know, you need to ask yourself, why do people do this? Mm-hmm. First of all, as a starting point, it's fraud. As I said, you know, it's an outright lie. You're presenting something that's not there so i think it's a lie you're lying to the person people do these things because they're desperate for something mm-hmm. you know if you're in, if you live in a society where you can't make it on your own or even if you can make it on your own but you're just greedy one more money you'd want to do this. it's like asking why do people steal 
why would someone go and rob a bank or do something evil? It's just, I don't know, it's the evil side of human mind, if that makes sense. I don't mm-hmm. see it as faking it till you make it. I just see it as outright fraud All right. um, to me. And, and many people do this, not just people who are looking for jobs, not just people in relationships, even corporate businesses. They, mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. A lot of businesses are not ethical. And it's mm-hmm. things that, you know, it's, as long as there's a human nature there, there will, you'll always be prone to this sort of um, unethical behavior, if that right. makes sense. But then again, that depends on society again, because in some Asian societies, they don't, they don't accept all those kind of, you know, lying, cheating, faking it and all those things. You know, some parts of China, some parts of Japan, it's really, really frowned upon. But then you go to other societies... Yeah. Is get it by any means necessary, you know. All those capitalist societies tend to be. So I think that's how to put my conversation there. Now, most times the things we want to become is what we see growing up. It's how we are socialized. What we want in a relationship is what we see growing up. So that's how we are socialized. Your ambition, your goals, they're always around the parameter of society. So does society have a role in putting that pressure on people to fake it and to keep up with the Joneses? That's my next question. I'll start with you, Princess. Um, I would say yes, and I would say no. Um, society does have a role in putting pressure on people. Like, for example, um, your family members or your close relatives or your friends, um, they're telling you, I want you to be um, a successful lawyer, um, go to the uni um, and get your degree, um, work in a lawyer firm, come out in the tops of your class and everything. Um, you, your society have told you to be this, your family society have told you to be this, but at the end of the day, you're striving, you're trying to achieve to be this, and you're not, and this is not who you want to be or who you want to become. The pressure is there, so to say. Society is putting pressure on you to be who you're not, but at the second side, I would say no, it depends on, on you as an individual. For example, um, if your family can finance you to be a lawyer, that's a different one. I always tell myself that, um, Pressure from family members can be there. As long as I don't allow it to get to me, that mm-hmm. pressure is not coming true. Once you allow the pressure to get inside of you, let's say, for example, as a lady, they say, oh, you get married at 25. I'm have kids before 30. And in your head, you're thinking, oh, yeah, I need to start looking for a husband. I need to start going down the markets to, to get a man, to get mm-hmm. married, to have babies, to have kids. Um, the society, that's what they want for you. But you as an individual, what do you want? Back at home. Africa and Nigeria, where we come from, society, we're putting pressure. You see your mates, um, they're buying big cars, they're married, um, mm-hmm. they have kids, they have family. Yeah, your mind will be like, oh, why am I here? Why am I still down? I um, haven't finished uni. I haven't even gotten to uni. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't gotten a job. My mates are established. But when, when society is going like that, it's up to the individual to see, do I want to allow the pressure from the outside in? Or do I want to be my own person? So that's how I see it. At the end of the day, I always advise, be you, do you. Society will adjust because society is there to be society. Your family members are there to be your family members. Yes, they can give good advice. They can help to turn you in the right direction. But at the end of the day, it all comes from you and your mind. How do you see things and how do you want to progress? All right, Ada, what do you say to all of that? Yeah, I think society, I mean, this is what I said the first time. Society shapes perception. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's definitely pressure from society to behave in a certain way. And and to be honest, like it, it, 
you know, I think it's actually a privilege to have your own mind to say, okay, I don't want to listen and let's do this and then I'm going to do my own thing and actually do it because many people, I mean, think about it. If you're living in North Korea, you can't have a mind of your own, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, places like that. It's not possible. You just have to do what's, what's there. And some, some people go through their lives just being what society wants them to be. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Right. So that's why I'm going to circle back now to fake it. You make it. So if society <laughs> is putting pressure on people to succeed and, you know, reward people that are fake it till they make it. So what is then the incentive for those people that stand out that, you know, have their own mind? I don't want the pressure to get to them. What is the incentive for those people to stay true to themselves, keep away all the noise to achieve what they want to achieve? Well, I think society is not always right. I mean, we can see, if you look back at history, you would see that society has never been right. There was a time in history where if you were sick, they would put you in the market square and ask people to make recommendations on what to do to you. And anybody can just recommend anything and they'll do that to you. Mm-hmm. That used to be the practice. But this was in the, you know, probably dark ages or something. Mm-hmm. So society has never been right. So if if you're, and that's why I said, it's a, it's a privilege, it's a gift to, be able to have your own mind or think differently. And, you know, at the start of this um, podcast or this episode, I said, it's a player versus game thing. You don't blame people who do what society wants because they get on at, at the time. But in, in the long run, um, bearing in mind that society changes and as Princess said, people will adjust. It's, I think it's definitely worth you doing your own thing um, to some extent if that makes sense. I mean, yeah. you would still have to fake it at some point, but fake it with common sense, if that, if, 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 it, if it makes sense. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying you should, there, there are certain times that, um, let's say you're going for a job interview, you don't have a nice suit. I'm just using a random example. You don't have yeah, a nice right. suit and you, and you, you borrow your friend's suits. It's not, I think it's it's good faking it till you make it. Yes, you don't have it, but you don't want to look scruffy. You want to walk into the room and be respected. And if that suit is going to give you the confidence that you need, then go for it. Well, why not? In as much as you know that society is wrong, you still live in the society and mm-hmm. you still, I mean, in order for you to be successful in the society, you need people in that society. So fake it till you make it. But, <laughs> um, you know, be careful do it let that be a balance that's that's what i would say right is that your own feeling as well princess or um i think the question is what is the incentive on people mm. when society are plodding um take it you make it um the incentive on people should be um you should be honest um you should be true to self and whatever you're putting out there should be right because if we go by the way of society um applauding for people faking it you make it the same society when they find out that oh this person um faked um her cv um the same society will come back and say oh why did you do this this is not right in the first place so i think be honest be true to yourself and forget about what society is applauding um and be you if you want to be faking it you make it if that's how you want to go in life you can be that but at the end of the day it will come back to you like the way we say karma and when mm-hmm. people find out the same society will be the one hunting you down and say oh we never knew you were this person we never knew you could do this so mm-hmm. be true to yourself be honest and be open about it as well all right thank you very much and that's where i'm going to end the conversation for today 
Um, thank you, Princess. Thank you, Ada, for giving us your time. Thank you very much. Um, if you've enjoyed our episode today, please, you know, give us a like. Give us your own opinion in the comment section as well. Follow us on our socials at Dr. Tove's Corner on Instagram, Facebook, and X. And at It's Dr. Tove's Corner on TikTok. Until the next episode, use your brain. SEFR. Okay.